Welcome back to the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast. In this episode, Dallas has a conversation with Dan Daniel. Dan is the president of D&D Moving and Storage that's based in College Station, Texas. Dan has a lot of experience in helping seniors and also working with senior living communities and moving seniors into their community. And in this episode, Dallas and Dan talk about three things. First, how do you help seniors get rid of the stuff that just won't fit in their apartment? Secondly, what can you as the community do to make moving easier? And then third, when you're looking for a mover to recommend, what do you look for? Take a listen to this conversation with Dan Daniel. Hey, this is Dallas Ship with Senior Living Pros and the Senior Living Marketing Success Podcast. I'm here today with a good friend of mine, Dan Daniel. He is in Texas and he is a mover uh, with D&D Moving and Storage. Uh, Dan, you've been doing this, what, like tw- almost 25 years? Yes, sir. Uh, started in 2001 and <clears throat> worked for a moving company for a few years before that. So unfortunately, have a have a lot of experience in, in moving. Not <laughs> always. Unfortunately for a lot. Yeah, not always the most favorite thing for people. Well, you know me, uh, it is not my favorite thing to do. That's why we always call you guys uh, for any move I've got to do. So, um, yeah, you, you guys have always done a great job for us. So we're here today to talk about um, you have a unique niche as well that you've you've kind of stumbled into over the past five or 10 years um, with, with some of the newer communities in your area and, and around Texas that you've, you've kind of, you don't necessarily, you don't only do these kind of senior moves, but you've, you've done such a great job at them that people call you, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we've, you know, we're, we're in an area here, you know, fortunate in Bryan College Station where there's a quite a bit of senior living people moving back to Aggieland and it's kind of given us the opportunity to see, um, you know, some of the needs, uh, for, you know, the senior living moves. Um, and, uh, Yes, it's definitely a different situation, you know, different needs and um, different expectations. And we try our best to educate our guys to, to do the best job, you know, for the, those, those situations. So we talked about we're going we're gonna to talk about three main things here on, on, on the podcast. For those of you that want are like, hey, you know, what are you going to talk about? We're going to talk about how do you help your seniors get rid of all the stuff that's not going to fit? Because a lot of them are going from a, maybe a home that's two or three thousand square foot or even bigger into an apartment, right? So what do they do with all this stuff? We're also going to talk about what can you as the community do uh, to help them make moving uh, easier? And then, you know, what to look for when you're choosing a mover in your area, right? So if, if, if you're not in Dan's area and you need, you need to look for somebody, what is it you're looking for? So first let's talk about what do we do with all the stuff, Dan? What, what, you know, they've got all this stuff they've accumulated for decades of their lives. A lot of it, by the way, they've got an emotional attachment to right? We just went through this with my grandparents and, you know, what seems like a, a, a cup, right? But it was, it, it has a memory attached to it, right? So how, how do you get rid of all the stuff? Well, you know, Dallas, it's, it's interesting that you say that, but I, I don't want to change up your, your, your itinerary here, but I think we need to kind of go to the, the fact of how to choose a mover. And the first thing I'm going to say is be flexible, you know, because, you're going to have the next thing, you know, is, is going to be, what do we do with all this stuff? You know, so flexibility, I think is a real key, you know, when you come to, when you're, when you're, when you're choosing a mover, which leads to the next thing, you know, what do we do with this stuff once we've got it? You know, I mean, these are things that uh, it's a hard conversation, you know, um, these are things that they heirlooms that, that, that there were somebody's, there's always a story to every piece of furniture when you walk into a home, um, you know, and a lot of people have a lot of ties to, man, I can't get rid of that buffet because 
Um, there's history to that. My grandma's grandfather built it and um, used wood that floated over on uh, you know, Christopher Columbus's ship. You know, there's a story to that. And, and it's, you know, if I could remember all the stories, I, I could probably write a lot of books. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you got to you got to realize one thing you know, on these senior living moves is the main you know thing focus that they're trying to do is to, to downsize. OK. And, and when you're downsizing, you've got to accept that and, and let the reins go. OK. And, and in doing that, you're going to have to get rid of some things. Um, you're you're going to have to do exactly what the word means, downsize. And in downsizing, you know, you've got a piece of here, a furniture here, that a buffet that didn't, didn't quite going to make it into your, your new apartment. And what do I do with it? Well, there's three things that I, I've, you know, seen over, over time with experience. Um, one, uh, sell the item. Okay. If you're looking for monetary value, uh, if you're looking to collect some extra funds, um, put the item for sale on. Uh, Facebook, Craigslist. Um, there might be a local used furniture guy there in your town that you could you know, call out to, to come in and to purchase the item. Um, you know, that, so real fast, a, along, along those lines, Dan, as far as selling it goes, do you see a lot of your customers that uh, they, they go the estate sale route where like they move everything out and then they, they have an estate sale or is it better to have people come in like, like the used furniture folks, right? We schedule a time, say, hey, come in and look at all the furniture we've, we've tagged with a sticky note or whatever. It's up for grabs and let them make an offer. I mean, do you, do you, do you deal with that a whole lot? Well, you know, I think you really get into those situations, Dallas, when you have a large quantity, you know, when it's, you know, a 5,000 square foot house and, and we're getting rid of, you know, uh, 80% of it, you know, and you've got a large quantity of things that you need to get rid of you know, you see the state sell thing more popular because they can come in there and take care of everything at one time. Um, you know, when, when you downsize on the quantity of items that we're talking about, you know, if we're talking about, you know, 50 pieces of furniture, I'd probably say, hey, let someone else handle that for you and do an estate sale. You know, um, if you're talking about five pieces of furniture, then, you know, maybe there's some other routes that you can go. Um, you know, it's, it's what, what's God telling you to do today? Is it telling you to sell it? Is he telling you to give it to someone else? You know, and that leads me into the second option. The second option being donating the items. Um, you know, I see a lot of uh, families that go the route of, uh, we use a company here in town called Habitat for Humanity. Um, and, and they'll actually come get that furniture from you. Um, they'll bring it back to their location, clean it up and give it to families in need. Um, so, you know, that's, that's heck, that's one of those that's one of those options that's heavy on your heart, not so good on your on your pocketbook, you know. Um, and you see that option, you know, happen happen quite a bit. And the third option is simply chunky. dispose of it. Yeah, chunky. Yeah. You know, if it's a, if it's a no no harm no foul. If it's a particle board item that 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 we bought at Target that everybody has in their home, you know, that's just maybe not made to be moved. It's you got the life out of that item and, and um, you've got lots of good use out of that hundred dollar nightstand that you, you know, have had for the last 10 years. Um, it's served its purpose. Uh, you know, it's, it might not be um, a need for it there, you know, in the community, but, you know, I always kind of joke around with, you know, customers a lot of times and they say, Oh man, that's, that's just a piece of junk, you know, just throw it away. And the, the old saying, a man told me one time, one man's trash is another man's treasure, you know? So 
you can't always, you know, take it for granted that someone doesn't need it. You know, I, I would probably rate, you know, um, the, 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 the three options, you know, in the, in a, in a order of one, if you're looking for monetary value, simply find someone to sell it to or have someone help you sell it, such as an estate sale. Um, number two I, option, I would give a local charitable organization the opportunity to come in and donate those items to them and you contribute it to them in that way. And then what's left over from them. And when they say no, well then that might be your, your answer of, okay, it is another man's trash too. <laughs> and, and then you just, well, that's, that's a good point, Dan. I mean, so you kind of take it out of, out of your hands. You don't feel so emotional. It's like, Hey, we tried to sell it. It didn't sell. We gave it away. They didn't even want it for free. Okay, this is this is what's left. Let's let's get rid of it. I like that order. So, you know, so back to choosing the mover. I think that's part of the flexibility. But one of the things that we had talked about the other day was uh, when we were talking about doing this podcast was, um, you know, with these moves, especially the ones I see is if it's a brand new community. Right. You talk about flexibility. Sometimes those those doors don't open when they think they're going to open. Right. Like the the and, and so the, the the moving company has got to be able to, to pivot and say, OK, well, it, it's pushed back a month. It's pushed back eight weeks, whatever it is. Um, and so I think that's one of them. But then obviously the, the other big thing you got to be flexible with is when you get to the community and something doesn't fit like they thought it was going to. What do you do then? Absolutely. Dallas. I mean, the number one, you know, get, getting the move scheduled, number one hurdle. OK, you know, I mean, get, getting your 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 place ready to sell or to get out of your place and get into the new place and schedule a moving in move in date definitely number one um you know on, on your list um and 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 that's pretty much you know uh an, an easy task you just have to communicate between you know the, the place that you're moving to yourself and obviously the mover and those things can be you know can all be worked out um on, on a pretty easy basis um the number two thing, like you said, though, is the flexibility once you get there. You know, I, I will say eight out of ten times we move someone into an apartment uh, or into a new place, things just didn't quite fit the way they thought they were going to fit. And so uh, at that point, you know, you have to have a mover that's ready to, to um, you know, to punt if you have to and, and go, go a different route. You know, they might change directions and say, okay, hey, let's take this, uh, this couch back to – um, let's, let's take it to a storage unit or let's take it to a, a, a separate room that's designated here at the assisted living place for overflow. Um, and until a family member can get there uh, to pick, you know, to pick up that couch that you don't want to dispose of and you don't want to donate, you really don't want to sell it because your daughter might need it and she can come in town next weekend. So having the flexibility of the layout of the room, you know, I tell my guys all the time, um, you know, when you're working on senior moves, let's take our time, let's do it right. And let's express the needs of our customer because this is a very, you know, moving time for you guys. You know, it's, it's a, it's a stressful situation. You're moving, you're downsizing, you're moving into a place that um, probably can't accommodate an extra 30 boxes in, in the, in the walkway. You know, so our guys need to get there, get everything set up and, and try to organize it to where you can walk amongst the, the apartment or, or move around and or roll around, you know, because that, that's a, another um, a deal of adversity that you want to make sure that you've taken care of the, 
the uh, the seniors or the customers that may be in a wheelchair. So the accessibility of the layout of the apartment once you move the stuff in is a, an important key not to just pay movers by the hour and get them to drop everything off just so that your clock can stop and you can pay the bill. Um, well, and you know, so, you- so that that's actually one of the things that we talked about too. So all of that really ties into, uh, so we talked about flexibility, but also patience, right? Because Absolutely. this is, in, in, in my experience with, with these uh, communities and moving my grandparents as well, um, this move tends to be more emotional of a move yeah, than and if you and I to, move to a different house, right? So you have to have you patience. To, that's why you had to slow me down with that. You know, so I was trying to, I was getting emotional. I was, I was trying, it was fourth <laughs> and goal and I was ready to, to look out for them, you know, but absolutely Dallas, you know, it's flexibility is the key point slowing down and being patient and, and just really seeing what the need is. You know, it's, these moves aren't, you know, one of the options of pricing a move is, is by the hour. And, um, you know, it's, it's not necessarily the most efficient way when you're dealing with these senior moves because it's a process that needs to be flexible and the movers need to be patient and they need to take their time because you might draw it out on a piece of paper. You might take a piece of chalk in the garage, um, you might think your floor plan is just perfect for the furniture that you're moving over there. But once you get it into that apartment, um, you might think differently, you know, and, and when that, when that reality sits in and you actually see that couch in there and it's taking up half the room, then you want your mover to, to be there for you to make adjustments. Well, and I think, I think the key there is if, if you don't want them to feel the extra sense of time, because when that happens, the last thing that you want them to feel is like, oh, man, I got to make a decision quick because these guys are on the clock. Right. Like, whereas if you're talking about the other way is I guess you're giving them an estimate based on all the pieces of furniture and boxes. You say, hey, the, it's going to be four hundred dollars, can be two thousand dollars, whatever. It's not on the clock. It's just we gave you the estimate. Right. That is that what you're recommending for seniors? Correct. And what I you know, Dallas, what, what I tell my guys all the time. And, and again, we're, are, we're not perfect by any means, but you know, the mentality that I try to instill in my guys is take your time and do it right and act and perform this job as if you were doing this for your grandmother. When you left there, you want, when you leave that door, you want to make sure that she's secure and she doesn't need anything else from anybody for the rest of that day. You want to make sure that she doesn't have to worry about moving a box that might be 35 pounds that she might not be able to, to, to move to where she wants to unpack it. So, you know, we really want to make sure and take our time, be, you know, uh, considerate to the situation uh, at hand, make sure that when we leave there, the, you know, our guys aren't interior decorators by any means, but, you know, the customer is definitely um, satisfied with where we put everything and, and, and let's just face it, let's make sure the customer um, is, is okay physically where it's at, whether they can't physically move it themselves or not, you know, uh, in the future, because that box is going to need to be unpacked. And yes, you know, they might be able to unpack the box, but they might not be able to slide it all the way across the room. Well, I think another thing that we talked about was um, kind of marking the boxes that are heavier, right? So that they don't, they don't even try, like put a big H on the side of it or something, something that's obvious um, and, and, and knock that out. So the other thing we were talking about too, uh, real fast is um, 
so how can how can communities help with the process, right? And one of the things that we talked about, you mentioned it a, a little bit ago, is that some communities have like storage closets or uh, they use some empty rooms, which for a lot of communities right now that that their, their census numbers are low, you've got extra space, right? So you can create create one of your rooms that's kind of centrally located or whatever that, you know, maybe give them a key for 30 days or something where these overflow boxes can go in there and, and they can have their family come help unpack, you know, a couple boxes at a time or, or whatever. Any other, any other thoughts? I mean, you've probably done hundreds of these moves now. I mean, any thoughts that you've seen communities that, that made it really easy for, for people and, and maybe some suggestions if you were running one of these communities? Yeah, Dallas, you know, I mean, you, you, you really pretty much hit the nail on the head there. You know, I mean, a lot, some of these communities will have storage closets, you know, that, that might be, uh, there might be a, a <clears throat> there's one in, here in town that has a storage closet um, that you, has about five, I mean, it has about six storages within that closet. So um, all the six rooms around it can use it. It's very close in walking distance. It's not a huge, you know, it's just basically a five by five, uh, closet um, that they can stack all their boxes in, you know, as they're unpacking so that they don't have all these boxes stacked in the middle of a 700 square foot apartment. Um, you know, and I think, you know, if the community really is, is, is using um, or trying to use, you know, some of their units that aren't rented, they can do the same thing with that, you know, have, have a, have a designated room that you can put not necessarily furniture in it because the furniture I would expect for it to be in place in the, in the apartment, but for the things that are, haven't been unpacked, you know, there might be wardrobe boxes with some hanging clothes that you haven't quite got out yet or something that you, um, you know, books, books for bookcases, you know, um, a lot of the, the senior moves, um, will, you know, a lot of them like to read and like to keep their, you know, their books uh, on hand and books and book boxes take up a lot of room. Um, but on the flip side of that, they're heavy also. So I, I would encourage this, the, the facilities to have a spare storage closet for these people. doesn't have to be long-term. You know, it could be for 30 days. Um, when you have that storage closet, you really need to have a cart as well, you know, that to where they could put these boxes onto a cart and push this cart to their, to their particular room. Um, I, I see that being a necessity and something that can really help because you don't want a bunch of dollies all over the place, but, um, they need a, a way to get that box from the storage place into their apartment, you know, after moving day. So it might be a week later before you get your dishes unpacked because let's face it, you might just go eat down at the cafeteria or, or you know, you might call takeout or <clears throat> these days uh, there's so many food delivery options that, you know, uh, there's different, different routes. So <clears throat> needless to say, unpacking doesn't happen all at once. And if there was an opportunity to have, some temporary storage on site for these uh, tenants, I think, is a is a huge plus that people really don't realize it until they until they need it. Awesome, man. Well, Dan, I, I sure appreciate it. Quick recap here. So, when you're going through the stuff, uh, you know, just some tips to give your 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 new tenants and and uh, their families. Three options really to get to to get rid of stuff that they're not going to bring with them to the community, and that is sell what you can, donate what you can, and then get rid of the rest, right? I also will add real fast on that note, um, you know, when you put stuff out on the curb, sometimes there's folks that drive around and like they, they'll pick up that stuff and they'll use it. So, um, and then, so choosing a mover, right? 
you want to find some uh, find someone in your area that is flex, that, that's known for flexibility and patience. Um, as you know, things tend to change uh, on the fly. Stuff may not fit. Uh, you want them to understand that this is an emotional move. Uh, and one of your big tips, I thought, was you know don't do the hourly rate uh, so that you don't put yourself up against the clock when making some emotional decisions if if it, if it comes up. Uh, and so you know, and, and then as far as the communities. Storage closets, use empty rooms, give people flexibility once once they get there, right? I think those are great. Uh, and then one more thing I might add too, for those of you <laughs> listening is, um, you know, have someone dedicated, and I know these days staffing is insane, right? Staffing is a huge issue. Uh, but maybe, you know, if you've got some kitchen staff or you've got some janitorial staff that wants to pick up a few hours, maybe every time there's a move in, they get a sign and say, hey, you know, help them with these heavy boxes out of the closet um, as, as they need it, you know, th- things like that. So, uh, Dan, really appreciate your time. Anything else you want to share with with these senior living uh, leaders that 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 maybe they haven't thought of in terms of making moving in easier for people? No, Dallas. I think we pretty much hit hit all the the, uh, the you know key points today. Um, I just think that there's any any key any any point that you, you have to keep in mind, and, and it can go to choosing a mover, to, uh, choosing the furniture, choosing you know. Um, uh, the layout of the, you know, of the room, it just all goes back to patience, you know, and, and it's really got to be a patient, you know, it's a patient situation because it's, it's a very uh, emotional, you know, time in their life. And it's, it's a, a emotional uh, job that, that really needs, you know, hands and that are going to be involved that understand the needs of the customer. Awesome. Well, Dan, I really, really appreciate your time today. And uh, if anyone wants to reach out to Dan with any questions, you can go to ddmovers.com uh, and, 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 and chat with them there. Uh, you want to get share your phone number or anything if they have any questions or, or want to book you for a move? Sure. You can give us a call at, um, at 979-693-6233. Uh, you can reach me directly on my email, dan at ddmovers.com. Uh, feel free to reach out to me if, if you're in, you know, in the Bryan College Station area, need a mover. If you need one anywhere in any <clears throat> for, in Texas or in the United States, for that matter, I'll be glad to, to do some research for you and to let you know um, what, what movers that I have on, on my list in, in that area that we, we might use. But um, I'm here for you. That's what I've been doing for the past 20 years. And, and I'll do my best to, to help you with any, any moving needs you might need. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. We'll see you next time. Cool. Thanks, Dallas. Diego. Thanks for listening to this conversation with Dan Daniel. It's always a really good thing to sit down with someone who is not really in your industry specifically, but who may know something about your industry. And Dan was a great example of that. He works with senior living communities and seniors all the time. So we need to view Dan and people like Dan as a great resource for how we can learn more about how to make the lives of seniors better. If you're also thinking, I need more than just help with how to find a right mover for a senior, I need help with my overall sales and marketing system, then we have a new guide that is perfect for you. Just go to seniorlivingpros.com and click on the button that says download the senior living sales guide. That is the guide that you need. That's the guys that that's the guide that we use with our own clients and partners going to give you the exact steps you need to take to give you a repeatable and successful sales and marketing funnel.